Welcome to the latest episode of Imagining a New Economy, brought to you by People First Companies. I'm your host, Mia Voss, and today's guest is me. I'm joined by People First co-founders Stephen Angel and Mike Bays, and we discuss what inspired me to join the People First movement as a brand ambassador and how storytelling is key to good business. Tune in. Gentlemen, hello. Hi, Mia. Hey, Mia. Well, listen, now it's a party because the three of us are in the same room. We're doing a podcast together. We're doing it. We, we are the holy trinity of people first. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? You know, Mia, if I may. Yes. Uh, a month ago or something, we were talking about, well, who should we have on our podcast? And I thought, who would be better than you, Mia Voss? You are our brand ambassador for People First Companies. You're kind of the social conscious in many ways. And I, I was really interested, and I'm sure anybody listening would be interested, what attracted you to us and what do you think the uh, what do you think we can accomplish with it or, or your role into it as well? Absolutely. And here's what's fun is that so we have the founder and I'm the brand ambassador. Mike Stephen is the founder. Say hello, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> You're, we blame you for all of this in a good way. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, had a, you had a brainstorm about it. Hey, before I jump in, Stephen, tell us real quickly your brainstorm that started people first, and then I'll tell you why I joined. My brainstorm that started people first? Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, had the vision, you know, of uh, doing business in a better way, you know, um, just taking care of people and making a difference in the world the way I have done it. You know, the way I've done it, you know, it's just through myself and my own business, just by taking care of my people. And, you know, it's worked for me. It's it's not only good for other people, but it's a successful formula for business. I have super low turnover. I have happy employees. We have, you know, things are going incredibly well for me and have been for, for many, many years. And it, it works for everybody. I don't need to to beat my employees down to, to save save money. I can take care of them. And, you know, the better I take care of them, the less I have to do. And it, it's worked out great for me. And I think this model should be spread throughout businesses, you know, across the board. Okay, so that's why I joined People First, because of what Stephen just said, because it's proof positive if you're saying that and you're saying that after going through the pandemic that your company's doing well, that's that's such a great proof positive, like I said, of that that it works of putting people first in your company because people are still with you after this terrible time, right? Right. So that's what I'm looking for. So that's why I joined up. So again, we blame Mike Bays because he brought me in. Mike, we knew each other from the Google Plus days way back in the day. So that's something I've been doing for a while is being a brand ambassador. And one of the things that I bring to it is also transparency and honesty about working with people who are doing things the right way. So we've all seen the wrong way and seen it more than ever in the pandemic. And I was listening to an article the other day. I think we're going to see even more so and why we need this concept even more now is I don't even think we realize the magnitude of fallout of companies that were not doing things in an upright and honest way. That's why everybody's quitting, right? Nobody wants to work for these crappy companies anymore. You know, I shared that article with you, but um, it's really on the same subjects. The Harvard Business Review going, what, the 11 big factors in business. But number one was companies are going to have to deal with fairness and equity. It will be their defining issue for organizations. Now, when in the history of capitalism or the United States have you heard such a thing, that that's going to have to be their uh, biggest issue, fairness and equity? That's a huge 
huge, good shift. Yes. And Mike, I'm going to ask you to come a little bit closer to the mic, Mike, because I want to hear what you have to say. There it is. <laughs> I'm just used to my kids going back up, Dad. <laughs> Dad, you're talking too loud. No, I, I agree. I think we're seeing it even even more so and, you know, observing what's been going on with the, the supposed purchase of Twitter and seeing how people are really starting to see like the, just the capitalistic way that we're doing business. So again, you know, coming into people first and learning about it. I'm such a huge fan of talking about the businesses that I love. In fact, during this week of, of recording, we're recording today, May third, I believe it's tomorrow is leave a review day. You know how they have these national weird holidays for everything. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's perfect because just, I mean, think about when businesses that you love and you can just go to Google reviews. I mean, I, I posted a review about a restaurant that I went to in January and I got a notice that it got 5,000 views on Google maps just from January. And that's the power of going out and saying, here's, I like this restaurant and here's why. So that's another thing that really attracted to me to this concept is that you have companies that are going to be specifically, and this really pulls on my heartstrings, another reason why I love it. One, treating people equitably, paying them equitably. As you mentioned, Mike, I'm the social, kind of the social conscience of the group. And that's something I really pay attention to of being in the social justice space for as long as I have of how easy it is to not pay attention that people aren't getting paid. Steven, you know, from being in construction, I mean, that can be a place where people can get so badly abused of Absolutely. not being, being paid well. Right. Right. You know, no, there's a lot of exploitation out there, you know, but it can be better. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think even more so than when we started this concept or started talking about it six months ago, like I said, we're seeing more, how much more we need this of people because it's, it's just tiring to speak up. And then when you do speak up and you look at Amazon and what's going on with uh, the unionizing and how they've tried trying to squash people because of it. So working with and supporting companies, I mean, I love that. If you give me a list of people that you love that you think are vetted, it's perfection to me, right? But I also know that I take recommendations from people that I know have done their homework and have questioned things. So the equitable pay, equitable pay piece, big hearts, heartstrings for me. Also environment, I mean, even more so now, my goodness. I mean, we're looking at so much craziness. And so to make it a celebration for companies that are, are doing the right thing when it comes to the environment and not just greenwashing, have you guys heard that phrase before? Yes. Mm -hmm. Greenwashing is uh, Google it, everyone. It's not good. And it's really easy for you to fall down the rabbit hole of a company that just says, we think that's a nice thing if somebody would do this. Because <laughs> it's kind of how it looks in marketing, right? Like, we think that's cool. We're not doing it, but we think that's cool. <laughs> it's a great idea. Somebody should do that. We We endorse that. We're not doing it. And uh, then, of course, the community piece, that, that's, a, that's a huge part. I know for myself with the midterms coming up, that's where I'm finding I'm going to get involved in the community to see what people are voting for, you know, what people stand for that are running for office, who's voting for things. Like that's the, I mean, talk about power in that and then just getting people together as a community and supporting. I mean, the, the best stories you see online are, um, so-and-so came to the rally. I just saw a story of a woman that got uh, robbed at Coachella and she called an Uber and the guy just stayed with her and 
really helped her out. And then it turns out that like his family, the two of his family members have cancer. So she turns around and does a, a GoFundMe and just, he, and he just, he just did it out of the goodness of his heart. And this is how she repaid him. Like things like that. Don't we love that? Yeah, absolutely. We love that. So you know, the other thing you and I spoke about, I don't think we have with Steven yet. Uh, it, one of the big challenges I think for consumers is it's not one knowing where to shop. Right. And two is kind of knowing where not to shop. Uh, sometimes that's easier than knowing where to shop. And there isn't a lot of guidance online. It's very frustrating personally for me, but I listen to newscasts or whatever I'm listening to, and they don't tell you what to do about a problem. Mm-hmm. They tell you what the problem is, but they don't tell you what, how to participate in fixing it. it. Drives me crazy. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying we should be up there going, hey, don't shop at this place. That's dangerous. But people need to, you know, be aware of what national companies are not doing their part for people and the environment. Speaking of the environment, uh, there's a documentary called Kiss the Earth. Mm. Have you guys seen okay. it? I've heard of it. I haven't seen, I haven't it. seen it. No. Everybody go watch it. It's, uh, they're showing it in schools. They're having community groups show it, family. It's, it's amazing. It's the solution or a big solution to a global warming, getting CO2 into the soil. Anyway, won't, won't bore you with that kind of stuff. But see, these are the Ooh, that's of great. First leads you to. It's like... <laughs> What's good for the environment, you know, uh, and what can consumers do? What can businesses do? Uh, and this is where people first always take shit. It's like, it's amazing the journeys we go on. But Mia, you are probably yeah. closer to the pulse of what's happening out there, of what's right and what's wrong than Stephen, and definitely me, just because <laughs> you're not. You know, we just go about our business and try to, you know, and, and pick stuff up. So what do you think the value can be to a people first? I mean, what happens? Sure. And, and I've always thought about you know, different, I won't name names of different people who have listings of, you know, vetted companies, but there is something to, to be said of being on a list of, like I said, knowing that it's been vetted and that they meet a certain standard. I mean, B Corp is like that as well of, you know, meeting a certain way of doing business. So, you know, being vetted, being recommended. I mean, even, even having people nominate companies to say, this is somebody that puts people first. I, I think that it's a trend that's not going away. Thank goodness. You know, there's some things like, oh, it's just cute because somebody talks about it. But I think the trend of doing good business uh, is just so valuable to be recognized as that. So for me, I like it because it's, it's two, it's a two-way street. One, I can go and look up businesses that I trust. And then two, I can nominate businesses or suggest businesses that can be listed on that as well. And, you know, doing your homework and vetting things is just so important. So it's, it's, it's so incredibly busy out there. It's hard to do that. So if you can have a one-stop shop that I think that would, uh, because it, let's, let's face it, we talk, you, you hear me get on this rant about how women make 85%, if not more of the overall buying decisions, right? That's what we yeah. do. So having, ha- having this, this list that I can go to and say, oh, you know, I, I really like this company. It's, it's really, to me is valuable because I want to give my money to that. That's the other hey. thing. Like I want to give my money to people that are doing stuff well. 
And there's a uh, there's a whole community of businesses. Throwing my money. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole community of businesses that are already using kind of a people first tag, but it might mean in recruiting or it might mean in HR. But there's no center. We want to be kind of that center. You know what I see it doing. If I could interject that, is yeah. I view it as what if we get three times as many businesses that are on the Better Business Bureau on people first companies? What if we get the majority? of businesses in America, big and little, buying into those three pillars, which is treating people right through all, all the ways you can treat people right, through charity and through uh, working with the environment. What if we do that? And all the discussions that are gonna happen, if we do that, look at the world in five years, how much better is it? That's why I'm involved is because I wanna change, I wanna be part of, I won't change it, but I wanna be part of that. Mm -hmm. Stephen's original vision uh, struck me as right on, and what else can we do? You know, I've been struggling a little bit for years going, what can I do? What can I do to make stuff better? Something's not in alignment. All right. Well, you're stirring me up, Mike. You're stirring me up. Here yeah, it goes. Because, we were waiting. <laughs> all right. Right. Because, you know, this is this is where this is where I get a little passionate because we all we all kind of agree these things are important. And these don't have to be political lines drawn between Democrat and Republican. Is our wages important? Is the environment important? No, it's important to all people. And when people can identify where to buy and know that the companies are buying from are actually supporting something that we're all on board with. This isn't a divisive issue. It's really important that we all are looking out. When we go to have a good meal, don't we want our wait staff to be well paid for? We definitely want our pilots well paid. You know, we want our doctors well paid. But Teachers. we found this pandemic, you know, that who do we need? We need people to, to check out our groceries. You know, everybody's important. Everybody plays a part. And everybody should be making a fair living. I think ultimately we could all agree upon this type of thing, right? So anyway, um, yeah, you know, People First Companies is is identifying these companies that are doing better and taking care of the world, giving back to the community because we're all interconnected. You know, it, it's we're all in the same boat, really. So let's let's take the power back from the corporations, put it in our hands, and let's make our own buying choices. Let's take our power back from the corporation and make a difference on how we spend our money. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is we've always had the power. What we need to do is get everybody to understand there's a responsibility in spending money. So when you spend your money, you are voting for something. No matter where you spend it, you're voting. Every dollar's a vote. It is absolutely. People forget that too. It's Mike. It's it's it really is that 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 is a buying power. Like I said, that that is the voting, you know, voting and speaking with your dollar. And, you know, and I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm trying to get like off of Amazon because we're a total Amazon family. My kids order from it. We're on Prime. My wife orders for, I order, you know, and, you know, after kind of, this is just me. I'm not saying, but I'm, it's better not to buy on Prime, uh, on Amazon, if you can get it locally for a billion reasons. Uh, it's hard. It's a I mean, habit. We're addicted to convenience is all that boils yeah. down to, you know, and as hopefully as technology improves, we can get people first company branding on other companies that are just as easy to buy from, you know, and, and then we don't need to go to Amazon. We just got to say, oh, this company does like Amazon. Amazon is going to either they're going to either have to step up or people are going to move away from Amazon in time. There will be somebody else stepping up against Amazon at some point and they will be doing business better. It's kind of like that. <laughs> say that again. Kind of like Netflix. My uh, daughter, who's 15, was like rambling and uh, about how bad Netflix was and how everybody was going to leave. And everybody on TikTok was talking about getting out of Netflix. 
Well, Netflix is down like a, you know, $250 million this quarter. They, they aren't living up to uh, the standards that they should. And that, that, you know, it's hard to believe Netflix could have that kind of a problem. Amazon's going to have that kind of a problem if they don't get it. I hope they get it together personally. Wow. I didn't realize that the Netflix was tied to that phenomenon with, with TikTok. I'm kind of that old guy in the club. I don't, I paid attention to TikTok, but that makes a lot of sense of that, that, that what you just said right there is exactly what we're talking about the power of the word and the power of the opinion and sharing that and saying, Hey, this isn't something we want to do. I think that's a great call to action, Mike, too. Uh, you know, we were, we're now, you know, two plus years past you know, with the pandemic, but we are able to get out now. So I think changing our habits back because before we were just doing it, quite frankly, for safety, right? And so that really did a lot of the, leave a lot of the mom and pop shops. But if you do want to make a change, get back to buying local. I mean, we're at the beginning of summer, or you know, in spring, the beginning of summer, getting out, going to the farmers markets, going out to these businesses again, or just getting online and ordering to buy them directly. I'm like that. I think you guys have heard me talk about that with buying books is now I'm really trying to, I mean, I will go to Amazon and leave reviews. I think reviews are such a huge thing. Please people leave reviews for everything. Books you read, your vet, right? Even, even a gas station that you like, if you thought it was well run, just be like, I went here, it was clean, liked it. Boom. Right. But I, but I buy books uh, directly. Either I buy it from small books, booksellers. I actually buy through black booksellers, um, their businesses are really gotten hurt as well. So I, I try and go not as much of the convenience route, knowing that the dollar is going to support that author more directly as well as the bookseller. That's great. Or order you know, it from their website. I'm doing the same thing. It's like recently I was looking for, uh, something I was like going to go to Amazon. It's like, let me search through it. And I thought, I asked my wife, I was like, can't I get this locally? I mean, isn't there someplace? And so it took an extra, whatever, 10, 12 minutes to figure it out. But there is yeah. it's a relatively good size purchase. So uh, I'd rather put it in a local company uh, or even a different company. But it does. It, it's you're right, Stephen. It's a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we form these horrible. We have convenience uh, habits. Yeah, we have these convenience. Exactly. Well, said. convenience habits and our expectation is good, fast and cheap. And it's like ruining our country and the world. So hopefully. And the environment too. I mean, honestly, with fast fashion, you know, fast fashion, fast anything where it's, you know, just, you're just reproducing things because you, you know, how many times have we bought something and then you have it at your house and you're just, because you weren't taking the time to be, you know, thoughtful. Oh, Yeah, I know that syndrome especially well. (laughs) We're so happy to have you, Mia, because you are a really strong voice. You are credible. You are uh, almost honest. No, no, you're totally honest. (laughs) We love. I'm just feisty. I'm probably to a fault. (laughs) No, no, no. Feisty's good in this this environment. Um, Yeah, feisty and mouthy. Thing on that article, which we'll post, but uh, that's interesting. It's about people first. It's like getting these conversations happening. One of the things it lists is opportunities being equal, you know, it's going to be important to companies. And what I never realized is remote workers do not get promoted as often as non-remote. That's right. Huge issue because women are remote with kids, people who, you know, have to be home, white guys, sorry, men are the ones that generally go into the office more. So they get promoted. So now you have this cycle, you know, okay, great top heavy with 
you know, non-diverse uh, workforce. So there's all sorts of issues that people first can bring forth and that companies can see uh, and consumers and, and work together on. And that's the one piece that we mean too. When we talk about equitable pay, we also mean equity within the company, yeah. diversity, equity, and not just, not just lips, uh, you know, the, what's that called? Lip service. Thank you. <laughs> I just lost my chair. Like, what is that? <laughs> you guys see how much fun we have together while we're all, yes. uh, well, yes, yes, all yes. a team on this. So that's why we wanted to get together. I mean, I, I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to, to talk about what, lights me up and why this is a fit for me as well. Um, just because it, it does hit all the points that I know um, to, to really, but that's our podcast, which is why I came on as the podcast host of imagining a new economy is exactly the, exactly that of like trying to imagine a new way, which, cause it and make it easier, make it normalized. Right. Yeah. Like right, the normalization of it. You know, we've got to help people do that uh, and companies. I really believe that most of the business owners I've known, not all of them, but most of the business owners I've known, and I've known a lot because I'm as old as Moses and I've been working <laughs> that long. And I can tell you the vast majority want to do the right thing. They don't understand how. And we need sure. to bring the, those examples forward that paying better results in uh, less turnover and therefore saves you money and better employment, all those things. Mm -hmm. I pay a lot better than I used to uh, in the 80s and 90s. You guys weren't born, but you know, I had a company that's commission only. We paid as, it's unbelievable how little we pay, but wow. we paid that price too. Now I pay, I think considerably more than people ask for. It's, it's part of, and I don't have a big workforce, but it's like, if somebody asks for $25 an hour, I'm probably going to give them 35 because I want them happy uh, and, and, you don't want them to turn over. You got to train somebody. They're part of your team. If, if they're part of your team, you got to treat them like you want them on your team, right? Mm -hmm. You want them there. Treat them like you want them there. And they're going to feel valued. And you, you show human value to another human being. You got there's action and, and they'll want to stay, you know, um, treat people well. It works. I used to be the capitalist who was like, pay them as little as possible and get as much as you oh, can. Oh, me too. Me too, Mike. Pay but I grew out, up. Right. Home <laughs> away. That's how we were raised. I yeah, mean, that's that, how we were raised. It was considered, you know, foolish to, you know, let someone take advantage of you. And uh, here's an interesting thing that happened on Twitter a couple months ago. And, and it really kind of, it, it didn't turn out the way the one person originally thought it would. And, and it was a, a person in HR who said, I just had someone come in and, um, and was kind of making fun of them for not knowing their value and what they were asking for. And was like, you know, lesson learned, you should... You should always ask for more and this and that. And boy, did people pile on this person. And um, they somehow were able to find out who that was that she was interviewing. And they hired this person. Like they they outed them and said, look at this is what's being said. And wow. it was just so interesting for it to be that sort of their derisive, like making fun of kind of like what we're saying, like, you know, look how stupid this person is. People need to learn. And, and they're like, oh my God. And I was so excited to see that they flipped the script on that and didn't normalize that. But instead of like, wow, shame on you. And you're an HR. I was two HR people. It was so fascinating to watch. Of course, I had a bowl of popcorn watching that whole thing to see kind of the, the comeuppance, but then also the making that wrong right by saying we we you know you may not know helping people to negotiate a lot of times women have and I'll speak on this we have a really hard time speaking up we get pushback 
I get pushed back on negotiating contracts for my, you know, my inspection business. And I know it's just simply based on, on what I look like. Uh, it's unfortunate. And it's so standing up to that and is, you know, there's training for that. So I was excited to see that they were, you know, showing a kinder approach to that and kind of calling out the poor behavior. Yeah, that's great. And that's the world we live in now. And there's a curve for corporations getting used to that and adjusting versus consumers' expectations or people's mm. expectations. And I think people's expectations, depending on the generation, but in general, it's already there. They expect equitable uh, treatment and pay in every way. They expect their company to look after them and be fair. But I think companies are generally way behind. Um, I do too. So yeah, the ones who get on board with us, though, they're the ones that will be leading the curve, leading the change, right? The ones who really want pe people first. And, you know, I'm, I'm loving having me on board to imagine the new economy and, and getting more input. We have our three pillars, right? You know, of pay and contribution and um, environmental care. But there's other things that can be considered, too, like the length of the work week. There's other things people can can do to take care, care of their people. Um, and I want to hear from, from different people who you interview me on. What other ideas can we bring to the table to make it better <laughs> for people? Because it's not just work anymore. It's work is part of life and lifestyle, you know? So, so there's a bigger picture here than just work and corporations don't get to just lay down the law. You got to come here and do this, this, and this, because everybody's rejecting the model that corporations have been putting out there and, and people are playing anymore. So there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better way to do this economy where People can have the lifestyle they want. And young kids, um, they just don't want to fit in that mold that we 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 grew up as like, that's where we're going, you know, and we either resisted it or we played along with it. And um, it's just not working for younger people these days. And, mm -hmm. you know, as, as these younger people shift the way corporate models work, we're going to have a better environment, healthier environment. They we're going to see more flow of energy going back into the community. And uh, I'm excited to hear all the ideas from the guests around to the show. I know. Me too. That's what's fun. I'm such a, I love storytelling. So yeah, you know, yeah, hearing people, oh, and I, and I just appreciate them too, of like pulling them out of people. So that's what uh, we're going to wind this up and just say, you know, I think that's, what's great about people first. So we're going to empower, you know, people in general consumers to say, Hey, here, Hey, here's, here's what we found. Here's the, these people followed one, if not all of these principles. Right. And then the, the, companies that come on board, either that we interview that are on board and listed and people first, that's a reward for them too, of like, Hey, this is what happens. We're going to send you people because you're doing things the right way. And that's, I feel that's, like that was a mic drop. <laughs> yeah, it was a mic drop. I'm just staring here like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if you would like to be featured on the podcast, reach out to us. Mike, where should everybody reach out to us? I'm going to let you. Uh, the best way right now is you can go to the website, uh, which is www.peoplefirstcompanies.net, like catching fish. And uh, there's a join us uh, thing for an email list you can join. Or just at info at peoplefirstcompanies.net is an email uh, which you can reach us. Uh, so either of those two. Boom. And that's it. Thanks for uh, having me on the show, on my show. <laughs> on your show. Great to have you on your show, Mia. <laughs> By the way, if you're a Platinum member, you might be on this show. Too. You could yeah. also be on this show. All right, everyone. Take care. All right. Bye.
If you'd like to be a part of the People First Companies movement, you can find out more at peoplefirstcompanies.net or send us an email at info at peoplefirstcompanies.net. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. We'll see you on the next episode.